Hello, and welcome to the EKU School of Business 5Q series. I'm Mike Hawksley, and I'll be your host for today. In this 5Q podcast series, we have a chance to get to know our colleagues, our students, our graduates, and all of our friends of EKU Business. We have a chance to hear from people who believe in EKU, from people who have a dream and find a way to realize that dream, and to hear from seasoned business professionals. And with this opportunity, we want to engage our students and our future students and all of our stakeholders to give some insight on what goes on behind the scenes inside the School of Business. We want these interviews to act as an oral history, describing what went on in years past, what we're working on today, and what we hope for the future. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky University School of Business, housed in the beautiful Business and Technology Center on EKU's main Richmond campus, the EKU School of Business, graduating the most coveted business students in the region. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs have produced global leaders and innovators. Are you the next great business leader? It's a great day to be a colonel, a business colonel. Thanks, Allison. It is indeed a good day to be a colonel. And now, before we start, a salute to those that serve in the past, present, and future. Colonel's orders. Fire the cannon. And now, let's get on with our five cues. Today, we're getting to know one of our faculty members in the School of Business. We're here today with Dr. Kristen Wilson. Dr. Wilson teaches in the Corporate Communications Program. Hello, Dr. Wilson. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Mike. We'd like to get to know you a little better, and to that end, I'd like to ask you five questions. First, we'd like to know a little about your background. Where did you grow up, and where did you go to school? It's a great question. Uh, really far from here, Richmond, Kentucky. Right. Way, way down the road. It sure is. Um, I was born and raised right here in Richmond and went actually, I've been involved in the campus almost my whole life. I did preschool at the Burrier program and went kindergarten or nursery school through 12th grade at Model Laboratory School right here. So once I graduated from high school, I decided to move a little further away. So I attended University of Kentucky for my undergraduate came back to Eastern for my master's, and then to the middle of nowhere, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Tech University in Ruston, Louisiana, for my doctorate program. Sounds like a big portion of your life is centered right around here at Richmond, Kentucky. We're glad you ended up back here with us. Question two, how did you come to choose your area of study? What attracted you to it? That's a funny question. I have a lot of backgrounds, and sometimes you just take the opportunities that are offered to you and that you stumble upon and grow from those and work from the best. So my undergraduate, I studied business management, and I was very interested in that. I did a general business studies in my master's program, and when I was initially applying to doctoral programs, I, I wanted to look at management programs, and I applied to one, and they came back and said, well, we're not admitting students for management, but would you consider computer information systems and always have been a big interest of mine. And I said, well, sure, why not? Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, my mother taught management. My father taught computer information systems. So I thought, why not? We'll put the two together. I'll major in CIS and minor in management and see where this takes me. When I came back to work professionally at Eastern, I started out actually in the computer science department. So it's all about cultivating opportunities and finding what's in front of you and making the best of that learning, growing. And so I wouldn't say that I have just one area of expertise. I have several, and I try to apply those each day in what I do, what I teach, and what I research. 
And I think in, in having such a broad background in areas of study, that's going to give you a, a much broader network to work from. Oh, absolutely. You can never underestimate the, the value of networking. I tell that to students all the time. Start building your network now. Even if it's just your peers and your professors, you'll be surprised the effect that that can have in the who you know aspect and looking for jobs later, asking for letters of recommendations, looking for promotions and other opportunities. And I think you're very right about that. Networking is so important. And for me personally, your father, Virgil Brewer, has been an incredible part of my personal network. Question number three, what interesting research or projects are you currently working on? Mm, That's a great question. Um, So I have a couple of research projects I'm working on currently. I just had a paper published um, this year on participant carelessness. Um, So thinking about how non-response of respondents, so carelessly clicking through surveys that are online, if that has an effect on research. And I worked on that with um, two of my other colleagues from Louisiana Tech University. Also, uh, currently working on a couple of projects. I have a publication coming out in December that examines the role of communication medium. So in other words, what we say matters. I think we can all agree on that. But how we say it and the medium through which we communicate also has an impact on our overall effectiveness of our communication and a lot of times how it's perceived and how others react. So in addition to that, I'm also working on some projects examining student volunteerism, how that leads to the path of being a good citizen, making good ethical decisions. And last project that I can think of, I'm working on a project examining multidimensional aspects of ethical decision making. Very good. I know another project that you're involved in is ARBS. Can you tell us what ARBS is? Absolutely. ARBS is an acronym that stands for Appalachian Research and Business Symposium. It is a traveling conference. There are, uh, well, were four partner universities, including Appalachian State University, Eastern Kentucky University, Western Carolina University, and East Tennessee State University. We've recently just added two other universities, Radford and Marshall, that will be joining this cycle. With the idea that we bring together and cultivate academic minds, including students and those that are wanting to learn more and contribute to research in the areas of business, and that conference travels around to each of the campuses um, so that we can each experience different parts of the Appalachian region and contribute to research as a whole. And I think what an exciting opportunity for our faculty members to meet other faculties from other universities and work together on projects and collaborate perhaps The opportunity to bring universities together into a collaborative environment is an exciting thing. I think it's really kind of neat that that you're able to pull this off. How many years now has this been going on? Absolutely. So I've been involved with it for the past four years. The conference actually returns to EKU this March. We're excited to host uh, our colleagues here at the Campus Beautiful. So currently working on putting those uh, together and welcoming our Appalachian friends. That's great. I'll be looking forward to that. Question number four. In the future, what changes do you anticipate for your discipline? I think that communication is a resounding topic. In other words, when we speak to our advisory board, when we speak to executives, when we speak to hiring managers, one of the very first things out of their mouth that they're looking for, for graduates, for people they want to hire, is that they're able to speak, they're able to write, they're able to listen, they're able to be a functioning member of society and of an organization and able to communicate. 
So I don't think that that is going to change, but I think that we have to be adaptive in how we train our students, especially with new technologies and being aware and cognizant of those changes. There is a difference between professional email and sending a quick text message to a friend and understanding those differences and how we can communicate most effectively how to craft the best message to ensure that our message is received and then decoded as we intended is is going to remain important. But I think we have to adjust in uh, considering different specifications for the modern workforce. I think as our communication channels change, we need to learn to adapt and change with them. So the effectiveness and the efficiency with which communication happens can't be underrated. Absolutely. Good point. Question number five, what does it take for a new graduate to be successful in your field of study? Well, I think hard work always uh, has to be valued. I think when a student leaves with a college degree, they're equipped with a set of hard skills, right? They know how to complete certain tasks. But one of the things we try to do while they're here is to develop and kind of cultivate some of those other soft skills. And I think that a lot of times when students start out in a new job, they might feel frustration or confusion in trying to apply things that they learned from their degree. And I would advise to work hard. Uh, Don't let anyone outwork you. I think that we heard that just this past week with our uh, distinguished alumni that visited here. That was Dale Cooper. That was. And uh, don't let anyone outwork you. Be a continual learner. Put in the time. Don't expect things to come easy. And you will learn. You will learn by experience, uh, trial by fire, if you will. Know that your education here at Eastern has given you the foundation you need to be successful. You just need to put in a little bit of the the grease and the legwork to uh, get it done. I think that's a very good point. Well, Dr. Wilson, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate you spending this time with us. Thank you for having me.